0: Together, they take on the headlines of the week, decode the disinformation, and plow through the mainstream propaganda. Unauthorized, unscripted, and unintimidated. This is America Unplugged.
2: What's up? It's America Unplugged. Hope everybody is doing well. Tony is an alt-historian. I, I, I just heard that right now. It stuck out in my mind. I'm like, he, he's unrivaled. In the alternative media, as a historian, I don't think so. You know, uh, 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 Don Jeffries is right there with him. You know, I mean, we we have history on our side here. I mean, I, I don't I don't know, and I, and I say this in the most uh, humble way possible. I do not think there is another show, not one. Uh, well, with the exception of maybe David Knight, uh, uh and well, David Knight show. So there is one other show. Uh, that that can bring that type of of knowledge because I, I I don't know if anybody has it like like Tony does and like Don does so I'm 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 uh I'm lucky to be uh, on this uh this giant ship called America Unplugged what is going on how's everybody doing my name is Billy Ray Valentine I am still alive we were uh, swimming out here in New York yesterday it was like a, a pool uh, for everyone to just you know I, I put on my life jacket and I was able to survive. Quite literally, my my um, my my boots, my waterproof boots were no longer waterproof. It was crazy. I'd never seen anything like it. Um, But here we are. And uh, if my Internet connection is a little shoddy, my apologies. What's up, Tony Arderburn, the wisest of all the wolves. What's going on?
0: Well, I'm glad you didn't drown, Billy. I was worried about you. I saw the uh, the headlines over on Drudge uh, and a lot of the flooding and. Uh, so I, I'm glad that uh, that you're here in one piece. Uh, you know, I am an alt historian. I had to put that in the the intro because Don's an actual historian. I'm an alt historian, but I'm not really an alternative to Don. So, I mean, you're going to you, you read Don. That's fine. And then you kind of float over to me. What, is, what does Tony have to say? That's fine. I'm way down the totem pole. I had to use alt. I'm not an historian like Don. It
2: so crazy. And it's funny you
0: mentioned it rem- reminded me something about uh, David. Because you know, I, I jump on his show every Thursday, right, right, which is right. always challenging. It's nine thirty in the morning here for me, and I'm like, I got to be smart. I got to figure out. You know, I got to talk to David Knight. It's kind of like that uh, the, that comment that JFK made with all the Nobel laureates there in the White House at the dining room, and he said, "This is the most brain power that's been assembled in this room," and, and uh, unless you count when Thomas Jefferson dined alone, and that's kind of uh, the mm-hmm. the, uh, the the comparison I would make to us and and David Knight uh, with his. With his massive brain power and uh, discernment,
2: and 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 shouts to guard Goldsmith as well. He's another one. My God. Yes. Right. Oh my God. Right. So um, shots. That's it though. Everybody else, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, and that's not to say that everybody else isn't fantastic. You know, because uh, there's a lot of fantastic broadcasters, and I include myself in that. You know what I mean? As far as everybody else, I'm lucky enough to be along with these people here. Um, but but i mean just the 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 amount of knowledge that that is in the head i i, I don't know i don't know how it's done minds it's in there but it, the recall is different you know <laughs> i got to find it and look for it
1: okay there it is
2: anyway um don Jeffries, the legendary how are you sir what's
1: going on good i well i, th- I think i'm more of a hidden historian uh certainly tony tony does know a lot of great history but uh, i'm i'm <clears throat> i used to like to say uh, there's a guy named um, oc Schimmel one of my favorites who wrote uh, some of the first critical books of the Lincoln assassination official story. And he called in one of his books. He called a story without an armchair. Mm. So I'm kind of like that story without an armchair. And but uh, Karen Carpenter mentions Dr. Joseph P. Farrell, who's also uh, quite a historian and he, Karen, I hope you're listening next week to I protest because uh, Joseph Farrell is going to be my guest. And we're going to talk a lot about uh, Joe McCarthy. Show he he's written he's the one that really converted me thanks to Peter Seacosh into uh, realize hey McCarthy was it seems like a hero he's not, not with us so people will be be seeing a lot more of that in my next book but uh, that's anyhow, quickly, great to be with you guys
2: can't wait to listen to that show um you know what I uh, who I'm interested in talking to uh, is Naomi Klein Um, she she rests heavy on the left
1: yeah um, she 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 probably wouldn't talk to us now she she used to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, uh, she we well, first of all she hates Naomi Wolf, who's you know, kind of my friend and yeah. uh, the two Naomi's. But yeah, she used to be very good. And I sent uh I tried to get her people interested, of course. She was just people, you can't get her, her people mm-hmm. interested in survival of the riches because she should have loved it. But by that time she was already, you know, so many of these people on the left have Trump derangement syndrome and it changed their perspective about everything. So now the Democrats are cool with her and she's just, you know.
2: Well, she put out I, another book called Doppelganger. Or or yeah, it's, yeah. it's about Naomi Wolf actually, and and uh, and I think she does a freaking funny yeah, um, you know, job. job. I was I was like I was sitting there I was like my God. Yeah. I mean, with the exception of some of her views on the vaccine and the masking, which I don't align yeah. with at all, um, she nailed it when it came to uh, Steve Bannon and Naomi Wolf for some reason. Naomi yeah. Wolf is always on on Bannon's show, and to be honest, she needs to be held accountable for some shit like that. Like what what are you doing? You know what, what? What what's the message you're trying to put forward? Why are you aligning yourself with these people? Um, you know, and uh, Naomi Klein hit it hard, man. So I, I'd love to talk to her. I might reach out. Um, but I think you're right I, mean, right. I think you're right, Don. But uh, we might bring her here on America Unplugged. It'd be nice to have a conversation. Oh, with
1: her. If she came here, that would be exceptional. I, I would. I would love that. She she's going around. She's doing a
2: tour. It was Sebs Sebs uh, who does uh Prime Time with Billy Ray Valentine with me from time to time. She put me on. She was like, listen to this um and uh, and she sent it to me and she has been around she and she's done some alternative media shows i mean uh so it's not like we're completely out of the bloom you know so so um so let's let's see what develops all right let's get into it there's a couple of things that we need to talk about that we need to discuss you know it was a a quiet week more or less unless you were into the republican debates which i did not watch um because why right why why do that um unless you want to torture yourself which i enjoy sometimes but not this week. Didn't have the time to do that. Um, but uh, Tony did bring up RFK Jr. earlier today that he is running as an independent or he may run as an independent. And that's something to look at. Um, Tony, I'm going to turn it over to you. And, and then we can, we can talk about it. What's up with, with Mr. RFK Jr.?
0: Yeah, it's a headline up on Drudge. And you can find the link through media. And it looks like it's a for sure thing. I mean they even Ooh. set a date I think it's uh October 4th like if sick. I'm not mistaken.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a little yeah.
0: So uh they he's going to announce and uh smart on his part because I mean the, the Democratic Party I mean look at uh, Bernie Sanders he ran you're supposed to be democratic but then you run into something called super delegates. Yeah. That's a super delegate it it outweighs your <laughs> vote and uh it's just you know interesting 2016 history. But, you know, I think him looking down at the finish line here, if he has any chance at all, he's going to have to break away from the Democratic Party. And not to mention, a lot of people don't know this. We have some very unconstitutional, illegal, in my opinion, uh, ballot access issues going on all over the country. Uh, If you look at Texas, in Texas, and I learned this the hard way. You can't run as an independent if you voted or had any participation in a primary. So if you primaried in the Republican Party party you ran, you voted, you you participated in any way, you cannot legally put yourself on the ballot as an independent for in the fall, which is, again, unconstitutional. He also You also have to send letters to make the state aware that you're even going to be on the ballot. So if he has any chance of putting any electoral points on the board he's going to have to back out now and get some kind of infrastructure. I don't know if there's any third parties, you know, even like the reform party or any bones of anything mm-hmm. left that he could jump onto, but he would need to do something. And, uh, the time to act would be now. I mean, if he's going to do anything, so it's, uh, it's good on his, it'll definitely make the race more interesting. Uh, I'm not saying I'm going to go out and, and campaign for R. F. K. jr. Or I even believe in the selection process anymore, but just from my old wheelhouse of learning politics, um, it's always good. And we could have some sort of repeat of a 1992 Ross Perot uh, scenario here, um, it, regardless of what media says. I mean, media labels RFK Jr. as a uh, a conspiracy theorist, anti-vaxxer like that in the article, like that's like the the the, the prefix to his name. And it's so. Uh, they're going to continue to do that. It doesn't matter. I think that there's enough people in this country, wide swaths of people, that are tired of the two parties. Uh, they they know it's 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 rigged. They know that 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 these parties are just phoning it in. If you look at the Republican debates, folks, I mean, where's the substance at all? I mean, it, it's 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 laughable. Was it Dana Perino was saying, uh, make a list of who you're going to vote off the island or something? And uh, I, mean, it's, <laughs> I mean, America is literally collapsing. The empire is coming apart. We're losing the world's reserve currency status. We're on the brink of World War Three with uh, these psychopaths, you know, with, <coughs> with uh, for some reason we're going to defend Taiwan now. And then we've got Ukraine that we're pouring everything into then all they can come up with is nonsense and where's Trump. So no politics on, on the, in between the, the duopoly, the two parties is, is DOA it's dead on arrival. So anything that uh, RFK jr. Can do to get away from that is, is good on his part. It'll make him uh, more viable. I was
2: telling Tony before we went on the air that I think this is a bad thing for Donald Trump. Um, I, I don't, I don't really see how it affects Joe Biden. Right. Um, uh, I, I don't think he's going to take many voters away from Joe Biden just based on his stance there. Are, I mean, they're doing a hell of a job. They're doing a hell of a job. The mainstream media on on throwing every word there is to throw at him, to discredit this guy and call him a crazy conspiracy theorist. They're, they're saddling him with 9-11 truth now. I don't know if he mentioned yeah. something yeah. with 9-11 truth, but they threw that at him. Uh, the vaccination things, the, the Jew thing, even though the Jew thing's not even true. You know, they just said it. And that's all that needs to happen. Right. And and people that rest on the left are not going to mess with this guy. In my personal opinion, it's it's the people on the right. And you can tell the support here in the alternative media for somebody like RFK Jr. They shouldn't. Let's be 100 percent frank about this. And everybody needs to be honest with themselves the majority of the people in the alternative media and i am generalizing i know there are different people here that think differently but the majority they side on the right right the democrats or the Democrats are the the, are the, the, the baby drinkers and adrenochrome and all this other stuff right they are effectively the new world order in this operation that's been waged against us it's them not us according to the narrative that's been given to the alternative media so most of most people just don't look at at a at Democrats and and don't want to screw with them here in, uh, in, uh, in the alternative media if they invest in the process in any sort of way. But RFK is different because of his stance on the vaccine, right? Because of his stance on 9-11. And most of the people that subscribe to him, and he's very he has a very favorable view here in the alternative media, is because of his quote unquote conspiracy theory stance. It's going to be the right that's going to vote for him. People that are do, do not want to vote for Donald Trump because he has a lot of those people that are like, you know what, are we going to vote for him or not? You know, like we, we don't want to vote for, for Biden, but we don't want to vote for Trump either. What are we going to do? And then there's the Cornell West factor for for Joe Biden. That's going to hurt, hurt Joe Biden because they don't want to. There's a lot of Democrats that don't want to vote for Joe Biden. So what are they going to vote for? They're not going to vote for R.K. Jr. That's out of the question. There are never Trumpers. They're not going to vote for Donald Trump. So they're going to vote for Cornell West. So that, that that's kind of RFK is going to even out the playing field here. Um, I think personally, and uh, we can talk about the polls in just a second. Actually, Don, if you want to get into that as a res, uh, in in conjunction to your response on the RFK Junior situation, go right ahead. What's up,
1: buddy? Yeah, I uh, and this is what RFK Junior should have been doing all along because he's not—he's certainly not no Democrat in today's world. He right. is probably, but he's no Republican either. He's closer to again what, and this is what I said about Trump. Trump was never a Republican. The Republican Party hated him. The only reason they tolerated him is because he didn't do anything he said he'd do. So because he said, and except for tax cuts for the rich and other, you know, Republican bullshit. So they like that. They're fine. As long as he didn't actually close the border, he didn't actually bring the troops home, he didn't actually do the stuff he promised he'd do, uh, they were cool with him. That's, that's why the, the same hierarchy that hated him started liking him. But he was never a Republican. It, it, and Tony mentioned Ross Perot in 92. That is still there. What we're looking at is the remnants of 1992, and finally, some. And again, Perot, I liked a lot of him, but you know, if you look back at how that started, Larry King had him on his show, and suddenly announced, "Would you run?" You know, and it's like where that. And I remember thinking, "It came out of nowhere." They don't do that ever to third-party candidates. So Perot was kind of built up. He did seem like an honest guy, uh, and then he. But he had the thing where he dropped out and that lost his chance of winning, which made no sense. And he came back in, still got 19 percent of the vote, but. That reform party that came out of that, that was a perfect idea. We really don't need any parties, but, you know, we, we at least need a third party. As my friend Cindy Sheehan says, you know, we actually need a second party. You know, before we have a third party, let's get a second party. Let's get an alternative. RFK Jr. is representing the same kind of stuff that Bernie Sanders and uh, Trump did. Uh, and the, And the thing is, if Trump somehow doesn't get the nomination, but it looks like they're, you know, so we talked about before the show, it looks like they really want him to get the nomination. So it doesn't look like any. And then look, looking at the candidate, if you want to see how bad the Republican Party is, look at that stage without him. Those other candidates, you talk about empty suits. They're literally arguing I mean, that Tim Scott, who I predict Trump will name as his running mate just because he's black. And he's yeah. and he's horrible. He's like all his other picks. So he'll, he'll get him nothing. <laughs> he'll think like black people are going to vote for him because of that. But it, it, if it goes in lines with Trump, all of his other picks, he'll do that. He if he did Vivek, that would be a little better because Vivek at least, you know, says some different stuff. But the rest of them, Nikki Haley, these Chris Christie, if you watched, I mean, I saw a, a video I couldn't watch analyzing it and showing how ridiculous they were. And they were, as you say, it's at one point, one of the hosts said, who would you vote off? And DeSantis, who was the best of that sorry bunch, you know, shot him down and said, this is this is really insulting to the intelligence of us and the people to be you know, asking a stupid question like that. This isn't Survivor. But the rest of them were perfectly willing to do it. Without Trump, that's the Republican Party you get. So I would love to see Trump not get the nomination. And especially I would love to see them nominate a Nikki Haley or Chris Christie. Because, you know, uh, and honestly speaking, they would couldn't get 10 percent of the vote. There's, yeah. I mean, nobody's out there going to vote for them. I mean, they don't want to vote for Biden. But if you put someone like uh, uh, RFK Jr. in there, a third option, in an honest system, he wins easily. Because he's offering he, it, but the problem is they won't be able to get together. If you could, RFK Jr. could get the MAGA people, who are really remnants, of a lot of that, the, Bernie Sanders and, and uh, Trump stuff, that's really were remnants of the Ross Perot's Reform Party movement, Pat Buchanan, Ralph Nader, all that. If they could ever come together, but they can't, they won't, I know they won't, but if they could, that would win. Still, even in this country, as much as they've changed things and everything, I think an honest system, those that they, because they're still offering something and the other alternatives are so bad. Biden is not even going to be able to debate anybody. Uh, Now, if they do nominate Michelle Obama, which I think that's probably who they would want, that's probably their most effective candidate. And that would be making a little more difficult. But uh, if they go with somebody like Biden or Kamala Harris, I mean, that's just it's impossible against Nikki Haley or Chris Christie. I mean, how does, I mean, RFK Jr. Is, is, it's like, he's got like, you know, three times their intelligence when he's talking. It's, it's, it's such a contrast. But, again, they're, they're not going to count these votes. And I, I think the Republicans uh, are, are, it's hilarious because on the one hand, they're still getting, I mean, remember, Donald Trump is being, one of the things he's being prosecuted. Now, he just got prosecuted again. I don't know if you heard that or not. I, I don't know. I didn't know it was, it's a crime now to exaggerate your wealth. I know people who bullshit about how much money they have forever. I mean, I didn't think it was a prosecutorial, you know, offense. He's being prosecuted for exaggerating. What? How is that a crime? I mean, I don't even understand that. But then he's, he's also being prosecuted for complaining about the results of an election. So they're just there. But the Republicans who support him still have hope that he'll be reelected. He's being prosecuted for complaining about the last election. And you people think he's going to be elected by the same system. So think about that. So you got to throw all that in there. It's obviously all corrupt and it's it's a joke. And I, you know, like I said, I, I think my prediction, possible prediction of Trump being elected from a prison cell is as good as any right now uh, or being selected because these people aren't going to be elected. But in an honest system, RFK Jr. representing, if he stops talking about Israel, representing all the other great stuff he's talking about, he could theoretically get some of the Bernie Sanders people and get most of the MAGA people. But as long as Trump's there, most of those MAGA people are going to support him. And that's the problem. Trump Mm -hmm. is in the middle of this. So if RFK Jr. runs against Trump and Biden or whatever, yeah, I don't, I don't think he necessarily helps Trump because uh, Billy Ray's right. Most of his support, I think is going to come from the right.
2: And I think you're right, Don. I think that um, if, uh, if, if Donald Trump stepped away rfk jr would have a much better shot at winning this election oh, yes. yes yes yeah yes. like and i didn't even really think about that until you mentioned it if, if donald trump put his ego aside but it's not it's all about donald trump No, if, if, if he decided you know what it's it's best this guy actually might have a shot all my if i and, and i say well we're supporting this guy all his people get behind him he mm-hmm. has a shot at bringing in the people in the middle you yes. know um and and he can legit beat joe biden i think uh, most likely you know uh, but not with trump in the race it's not it's not going to happen uh, um as far as uh trump and him being held liable here in new york city for for illegal business practices yeah he he did that shit um <laughs> you know, and he 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 said that mar-a-lago was what what was worth 500 million dollars or something and <laughs> yeah. And it, it was it's not or whatever. And apparently he was able to get uh, better uh, uh, rates on loans as a result. They, they're going to get you. They're going to get when when they, they're, they're going to get you on this sort of stuff, especially if, if you are such a bombastic personality like like freaking Donald Trump. They're going to they're going to it's a, this is what people need to realize. And I know it sounds far fetched. It is a badge of honor to go after Donald Trump and take him down. People look at, at Letitia James and they're like, oh, how could she get? It's a badge of honor. She said, I'm going to do it and got elected because of it. And she went after him. That's why, you know, the, the, the guy is such a hated individual, you know.
1: So That's that, part that, of the it, Treppenstein project. This, this is, is all, it's dream. by design there. He's symbolically taped, but when they're going after him, they're not going after him. They're going after that resistance movement. This This is symbolically to show people you don't have any dissent. You want to say an election was rigged? We'll prosecute you. You want to say, I mean, More that's, I, mean I, yeah. if, I hope if, he, I hope, I wonder if he said something publicly, like, Hey, what about building seven? They'd probably prosecute him <laughs> for that too. And it would become a crime to question 9-11. I mean, they're using him. He's not going anywhere unless again, they, they decide they go with the sign up of him actually being in prison. And like, a you know, like a Hogan's hero yeah. set or whatever, like the entire thing <laughs> is from his prison cell they'll move the Oval Office to there and Trump will talk about how the prison's actually better than the real Oval Office. And he'll, he'll introduce his cellmates and say, they're they're a lot better than general Milley, you know, and people like that and Mike Pence, you know, people that he nominated, but I, I can see them doing that, but it's, it's, it's just theater. That's why I don't even know why I'm talking about RFK Jr. Cause this, this is all, you know, it, it's part of me, the old me that thinks gets excited about. Maybe he could have a chance of winning, but I realize it's, it's, it's all the world's a stage. Tone, I'm gonna yes. throw it
2: over to you in a sec, man. um, um it's, it, I, I believe something different. I don't, I don't believe that elections are rigged. Uh, you know, by paper ballots. That's so antiquated. I don't believe that that uh they're rigged through the the machines, right? I, I just don't believe it. I, I, I don't believe it. I think they're rigged by the mind. That's how I think they're. And there's so much evidence for that. And we're supposed to be conspiracy theorists here. Let's look at the real conspiracies. Let's look at them manipulating the mind and people talk about you know how Donald Trump and and how how the mainstream it's up I, there was an article I don't think it, it, if it was on technocracy news and trends or not but talking about how social media uh, shut him down you know and and didn't give him you know that they're not for Donald Trump and that's a way to sway the election and they're absolutely right. Absolutely, 100 percent. But how did Donald Trump get into office the same way using social media? (laughs) That's that's how he got in. That's what Cambridge Analytica was completely and totally about. There are some people in the alternative movement that do not understand that. And I keep saying it's the Rosetta Stone. Go look at it for real. Sit down and look at it and you will understand how they're manipulating our minds here. Right. And that's ultimately what I think. Plus, also, I don't think they're prosecuting him just for saying Oh, you know, the election was rigged. There's a lot more to this. This is what this is the alternative media's way of explaining this away uh, about Joe Biggs and even Owen Schroyer. There's a lot more that went down here for for uh, for these things to happen. And and a lot of the people that got convicted got lesser sentences than they could have given them. Because they could have slapped uh, uh, Joe Biggs with 30 years. That was the maximum of <laughs> seditious conspiracy. And you know what? If if you look at seditious conspiracy.
1: He committed that crime or 15 years more than the average murderer, sirs. I mean, (laughs) I know know. it's
2: it's, it's ridiculous, but that was the 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 height of where they could have gone. They could have thrown the book at him like that. That was uh, legally. That's what they could have given him. So and Donald Trump did way more than just say, hey, the election is rigged. He's been saying that for years and years and years and years, and he didn't get prosecuted. He brought people out to January 6th. He incited. He incited all that crap that happened there. He lied to the people as a result, and he tried to stay in power. That's why he's in some, in some nonsense right now. Because it's in my opinion, this has nothing to do with the public. This has nothing to do with the people. This is a new world order struggle. It's a struggle within the family. They're str- they're, it's a struggle for power. We got nothing to do with it. And it stays within them. Donald Trump wanted to stay in. He didn't want to give it up. But either way, it has nothing to do with us. It has nothing to do with our vote. We're over here supporting like like we would support the Yankees or we would support the Red Sox. And when the Red Sox win the World Series, we don't get a ring. We don't. We just spend uh, $500 to go see the game. But we think somehow we're invested into the game. That's the way I look at it. What's up, Tom?
0: Well, Billy, everybody knows that uh, elections are rigged by Russia. Russia controls the elections through (laughs) $100,000 worth of Facebook ads in 2016. Right, right, right. Um, I feel this This must be how uh, Star Trek Trekkie fans feel like when they're discussing like possible scenarios of what Kirk or Spock could have done, you know, like <laughs> in, right, right. in a fan in a fantasy game or something. Um, but I, I do I do think, you know, you look at something uh, that Don's written about in, in Hidden History about vote scam and the electronic voting. And, you know, you uh, you know, look at the election of just Lyndon Johnson in 1948 and box 13 with 80 votes in alphabetical order. I mean, elections can be rigged um but i think you're right about the mind it, and you know it's the the, the who controls the media you know, it's like three corporations control 95 percent of all media in america now um you know th- again the the donations the, who fills the coffers of both parties it's the same people uh, it's a it's a rigged system i talked about ballot access earlier um so i, I think that's really what it boils down to i mean RFK jr yeah we, we can speculate. And if this was a different America with checks and balances and had any sort of equilibrium or equal justice, he would have a viable shot. But you're you're talking about 270 electoral college uh, votes. Uh, How do you get that as a third party candidate when, and this isn't, you know, look, look, 1984, Reagan smashed Mondale, 48 state landslide. He had the Reagan Democrats. That's a different America. You couldn't win a plurality like that in America now. They may be working on another type of plurality. It looks a lot like California, where it doesn't matter if you run an avocado or a geriatric invalid or a criminal or all three. It doesn't really matter as long as there's a D next to it. I just say, hey, you know, at the end of the day, well, let's do Bobert Fetterman 2024. And the slogan is, let's get it over with. Like, let's just go ahead and push this thing on <laughs> over the cliff. <laughs> yeah. No no well, dress code or semblance of equilibrium.
1: Well, I I, I understand what Billy, Billy Ray is saying of the mind, because I've said before, they don't really need to right. do any electoral fraud. Because, first of all, they're giving you selections that are so bad. And that's why the mistake. And I said, but again, he's Trump and Stein. So he can approach this in a normal way. He has to approach it. I wouldn't a landslide. It's all about him. They just rigged, they rigged it against him because he was such a threat to them. They gave him four years and he did nothing. He didn't do anything to do. He didn't prosecute one single swamp cr- uh, creature in four years. So he obviously was no threat to them. So they didn't really need to rig anything against him. So they give you terrible choices to begin with. So they don't really need to do it, but they have a history of doing it anyhow and in this, and in 2020, there were tons, and I'll have a lot of it in the next uh, hidden history. Chris and uh, Peter Seccos will helping me. I mean, the numbers are just staggering with the number of dead people they say voted. You know, Lyndon Johnson was the first one to discover the dead people. You know, he walked to that cemetery and said they got as much right to vote as anybody else. So he discovered a great demographic, and they're still voting. Right. And uh, you know, and we know that illegal immigrants. There's tons of illegal immigrants. The numbers are there. They admit while they were declining, you know, the 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 Republicans, uh, you know, usually ineffectual uh, resistance efforts against them, saying you know, they, they admit, oh yeah, sure, we had uh, this, you know, thousands of people voted twice, thousands of people that ran out of other state came over here and voted illegally. Uh, so there's there's lots of reason there. And, and as somebody pointed out, I think it was uh, Sam Bodish, somebody pointed out in the chat that uh, Joe Biden won fewer counties. In the United States, and I think any candidate in history, or some, some ridiculous amount, and yet he supposedly got more votes than Obama. I mean, the the, the math doesn't even add up because again, these are—I don't even know what numbers they were working with. But if you look at what they claim versus the reality, how do you win that many? And and I'll, I'll you know, I was on Jeff Renz's show that night, Monday night. And we went on and it was so obvious that Trump was winning convincingly. That's all we talked about because Rents was saying, yeah, Trump's going to be another four years. And I said, yeah, that's it, what it looks like. An hour or two later, suddenly they stopped counting the votes. At, at, for, again, nobody questioned it uh for hours and hours. And then they would bring out, okay, we're going to have another, you know, they'll bring out some more votes at a time and again, the process was so ridiculous. Why weren't you counting constantly? It was over. In the old days, that used to be that way, unless you had an OBJ type of situation. But what they found is in some cases, and this is admitted, they had like a, a batch of votes that would count. And Joe Biden got like 95 to 99% of those votes, of thousands and thousands of votes. That's mathematically impossible. So again, I'm, I'm not saying that they had, because Trump, Trump, they didn't rob it because of Trump. They probably did this again to bring it out. And again, I think the whole thing was contrived to make it so obvious. The videotape of the, the, the box of votes being brought out. I know Tony's seeing that after they sent all the other voters, ho- the vote counters home. Oh, you guys can go home. We're done counting for the night. And then you see them bring out and count more votes. They made it that obvious because they wanted to make this an issue. And they used Trump's like they used him for everything else because he couldn't make the case for vote fraud because of his ridiculous personality. Everything's about him. So all he did is bluster. And so they could paint him as a poor sport and everything. And then he hires the worst group of lawyers ever, including Mr. 9-11, Rudy Giuliani, with his, you know, makeup dripping from his dyed hair and all that ridiculous stuff. All, all Sydney Powell with the release to Kraken and all that. So they lost <laughs> over and over again. And the, po- <laughs> the point was drummed home. Hey, there's no fraud. This is a great system. And if you do question it, you're a poor sport and you might be prosecuted. So I think that's the, the way to look at it is the system is a joke, but I I don't like the fact that so many people now, because of Trump, think that uh, the system is sacrosanct and that you know he oh he's a poor sport, he lost, get over it. so many people he lost, get over. Like I care. I don't care about Trump. I'm just saying the system is ridiculous and it's rigged and this entire thing is theater. Right, right,
2: right. Um I had a point that I was gonna make and it's completely gone. Maybe it's for the best um (laughs) but um uh uh, yeah like um the the oh, I remember okay the (laughs) the the footage that you talked about Don uh about them taking the the ballots uh, under that table I went over it on primetime with Billy Ray Valentine about three or three or four episodes ago if anybody wants to go over there and take a look um I show the whole video not not just what they showed you in the mainstream and Rudolph Giuliani had already admitted that it was total nonsense. And he came up with the theory and he already said it was, it was bull crap. Um, on top of that, um, I could sit down and I'm not going to do it this week. I'm not going to do it tomorrow. Primetime with Billy Ray Valentine tune in. I'm going to talk about, um, I think it's October 4th. It's supposed to be the end of the world. Uh, yes, yeah, so, so, uh, <laughs> just shut down your phones, right. Uh, we, we're going to talk about that, but, um, but, uh, Maybe next week or the week after, because I have to sit down and just really map it out. I could sit down and go over every vote fraud claim and debunk it thoroughly. And they still won't believe. me. Because we we have gotten to a point in the alternative media where the truth movement wants nothing to do with the truth. They want everything to do with whatever they've been told and whatever they believe to be the truth. They want that. We are not a truth movement anymore. And some people are like, oh, you're black-pilled, you're this, you're that. No, it's the truth. It's the truth. We need to we need to address it as such, right? And when, when, when it's like, what, a few good men, we want the truth. You can't handle the truth. The truth movement was never, ever set up to handle the truth. Not even close. And I only found that out when I got involved because I thought for sure, I was like, oh, my God, like, it's not. It's, that's just me. That's just my opinion. But I'm seeing evidence of it every single day. All right, Tom, we're going to give you the last word, and then we're moving on to reality being rigged, just like the election. Go ahead, sir.
0: Well, I'd, I'd like to see that. I know that you uh, you have researched that thoroughly on. you know, We still have to talk about the election of 2020. I think I think that uh, my experience <laughs> oh, in God, alternative media. Go I'm, ahead. I'm sorry. I'm, ahead.
2: sorry. I'm, sorry. I'm, so, I'm so sorry. I have to interrupt you. Please hold it. thought. Patrick S in the chat put Meteor 2024. I thought that was the last.
0: <laughs> I've seen that bumper sticker. Uh, that's kind of it's kind of the same line of logic I have with uh, Bobert Fetterman. Just uh, right, and right, the yeah. slogan yeah. is "Let's get it over with." Um, right. <laughs> no, I, I. I think I think there's a lot to break down there, and what I've noticed about alternative media, and I'll just uh, end on this note, is that. You know, uh, was it Twain who said that uh, a, a lie will travel halfway across the world before the truth gets its pants on? Yeah. Right. And it tends to get a lot. sensationalism um, gets a lot more clicks than deep research. I've noticed this. This is something that's a real shame because you have you still have people like Don out there doing the hard work, the heavy lifting and then somebody has come up with something and they'll be thrown around all the channels and they'll get all the clicks and everything, just coming up with something just out of whole cloth. And uh, I think that's, that's where we have a responsibility. If you're, if you're a rational thinker Uh, and not everybody on this panel is going to always agree, but there's a uniqueness about this. Why I'm proud to be on this show. There's a uniqueness about this panel than just about anything I've ever done is that uh, we all bring our perspective with the most honest of intentions. We're, this show goes on every week. We don't see a dime from it, you know. And it's nice if we ever could, you know, if we, it reaches enough people where there's enough to have sponsors other than than me, and uh, you know, again, and and to gain more listeners, and that's great. Um, but that's not why we do it. And so it's a lot of unpopular opinions float around America and public, I love it personally. I, I think it's great. And I like Billy's opinion. I like Don's opinion. We're all going to have a little bit of diversity there, which is good. And then I think that's good for the dialogue. It's good to, to hammer away and, until we find what is actually the truth. So yeah, we're in a post-truth world. Uh, my yeah. friend Robert Gore, he wrote an article back in 2019. I've had him on my show. I need to have him back on. Uh, he's got a website called StraightLineLogic.com, but he wrote a great article in 2019. I'll never forget it. It was uh, making the truth irrelevant is the mm-hmm. holy grail to the wow. elites. So they made the truth irrelevant. That's there's a there is something going on right now in our world. And especially and this is a good segue into what we're going to talk about where what is what is the truth? I mean, it's completely smashed and you have uh, psychological operations, spiritual operations, all kinds of things going on metaphysically, physically going on in our reality right now that are really muddying the waters. So that's that's what we try to do every Saturday is is decode that.
1: Right.
2: Absolutely. You want you want to take it away and talk about this real quick uh, on technocracy news and trends. Uh, warning, reality is escaping out the back door. Right. And, and we talk about this often, you know, uh, but it's good. Then again, technocracy news and trends is an alternative media site. If you don't know it, um, get over there. Go um, go read up on it. You're not going to agree with everything. But damn it, man, it's, it's the best one of the best things out there for news and, and relevant news, things that actually matter. Um, you go to that site and, and they're talking about this. They, they're talking about the technocracy and they're talking about how reality is is distorted and it's being changed. And, and And soon we won't know what's real and what's not. We just won't. And I think we're already there. We're just not there to the capacity that we're going to be. Like it's it might be. I I I still think that there is a turning point here, but but we we may come to a point where it's the point of no return, you know. And I and I go back and forth thinking about, you know, is it? Can we come back? But well, no, we can't. Yeah, we can't. No, we can't. Yeah, we. Can. There's gonna come a point where it's just no, we can't. You know, it, it's just gonna be we we just can't get out of this because we won't be able to recognize the real from the fake, you know. And and the article talks about. Well, a new some new terminology. Hold on for a second. Let me see. Uh, let me know if I'm saying this right, Tone. Simulacrum.
0: Yep, that sounds right.
2: Right. Um, and uh, I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it properly. A simulacrum or whatever. Um, I'm I'm sure there's a proper way to say it, but it's uh it's just saying that, you know, um really it's and, and I described it to to Tony in this way, and then I'm gonna throw it back to him. It's like a like a doppelganger of sorts of uh like what is reality right and um is reality real or is the is is the the simulation the only thing that's real and we have no idea what reality actually is you know it's crazy it's a, it's a crazy article tony what's up yeah
0: i think you're right i think it already has begun um it's kind of like when caesar crossed the rubicon the die is cast i think that's that's the future we can look forward to isn't is, is You know, you look at the Bible, look at Revelation when it talks about uh, the beast, the number of the beast. And one of the the passages says, let he who has discernment understand. So if you're you can understand what the beast is, and that's the six, six, six. I'm not saying this is the uh, the end times or we're in Revelation. It sure looks like it to me, but I don't know. Uh, I don't have any magical powers. I can't really tell you for sure. But I will (laughs) say that. uh, (laughs) I will say that it's getting harder and harder to tell what is real and what's fake. And you go, you'll look back at um, even my personal life. I, I look at um, something that is in my wheelhouse all the time, and that's the creation of fake money. The creation of fake money is really new on the the horizon of history. It, it really only happened in, in mass in the last hundred or plus years. And used to, we had, you know, the, what built the modern world, was gold. And I'm not getting off on a go buy gold. This isn't an infomer. I'm just telling you like wealth was created with the discovery of the new world. If you want to talk about Europeans rediscovering it, um, that's what I think. But it was, you know, the all of the gold in the known world prior to Columbus could fit in a six by six foot cube from all of history. And then it exploded upon the world It built the modern world. And then we turned on that in 1913, really, with the the crown jewel of the elites, which is the Federal Reserve Bank. And we started to manipulate the money supply and what that has done. And this could be an entire episode. I won't do all the history, but what that's done is when you create fake money, you fund fake things and things that should not exist. So buildings are built, businesses are propped up, people are elevated that shouldn't. And there's a correcting system to having some sort of value in your currency. So when you go off of that, and you go into these weird places like we wouldn't have a deep state like we do, you know, as famously Donald Rumsfeld couldn't track two point three trillion dollars on September 10th. Right. So we're all looking back and saying, how do you how do you lose that much money? How do you not know? Well, it's because you made something fake. So it, that fiat currency itself created a fake reality. And now we've gone and leaped past that because we've introduced something I think even more dangerous than fiat currency. It's a it's a byproduct of it, but that's artificial intelligence. And that's a lot of what uh, Patrick Wood's talking about in this article. We won't know. And especially as culture breaks down, uh, you know, tradition breaks down. Uh, What did Will Durant say? Uh, uh, When the culture dies, when the faith dies, the culture dies, the people die. The succession of when you leave the faith and people have been. We have spiritual blocks. They put fluoride in the water. We got calcified pineal glands. If you want to go into that, but there's a whole system to try to keep you from from being aware. And AI introduced into that as you're destroying the culture. There was there's been articles up about. I think even hit the hill this week, or you know, there was there's several outlets that have been talking about uh, men with AI girlfriends.
1: Nice. And how it's
0: more. I mean, they have like waiting lists. To get certain personality types and stuff, it, sure. we we try to tell what's real in that. What's we, obviously there's nothing real in, but people are gravitating towards that. So we are in uncharted waters, and I, I, just, I don't know what's going to happen next. I just know that we're everything that's been introduced into our timeline now is completely disruptive and anti-human, and uh, it's up to us to how it turns out. But it is a it is a strange time, Bill.
2: No, absolutely, man. A hell of a breakdown there. That was dope, Tone. Um, The article says, uh, so the switch for reality is anti-reality. And then it quotes, I don't know who it's quoting here, but it says the the simulacrum is never what hides the truth. It is the truth that hides the fact that there is none. And then it says the whole process does not happen in a vacuum because it involves human agency. Reality exists, but human perception distorts it. And that's absolutely true. And 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 we we say that often here, but but just to put it in perspective, everything we're looking at is a program, in my opinion, everything. Because because if you get hit in the head and all of a sudden you're you, you lose uh, the ability to interpret things by color, everything goes black and white, and that's your reality, right? If you get hypnotized, you can eat an onion and and think it's an apple, but you're really eating an onion. Everything is just programmed to be in a particular way and we all are programmed to experience this reality in that way but what is the actual reality what is it we have no idea none whatsoever maybe we're not supposed to know right maybe the lord created it that way so we don't know what it is and just enjoy it for what it is right and 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 try to make ourselves better in this reality but we don't know we don't have a clue but what's happening is it's like inception it's another level upon another level. It's a Russian doll of reality. And we are creating it now. We And this is what, what, what people say, you know, and, and they attribute it to the new age and it's non-Christian and whatever, but they're like, we are the creator gods we create. We do have the ability to do it. That doesn't mean it's a good thing. It doesn't mean that we know what we're doing. It's just that we have the ability to do it. And we're creating these realities and we're going deeper and deeper into the deception. We are digging our own graves. Like when we die... In the metaverse, are we going to come back to base reality? No, we're going to come back to this one. And we're going to think that this is base reality, you know, and the, 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 that can happen right now. We can die here and think we're going to go to base reality. It may not be. I don't know how many realities we're already in right now that we've created for ourselves or otherwise, you know, so who knows what, it, what it's like. I hope that made sense to people because I know it's, I don't know if I did the best job at communicating that. What's up, Don?
1: Yeah, certainly. This is a, something I play around with in my mind uh, when I write fiction. I, I always write this kind of stuff, surrealistic stuff. The Unreals was obviously about that, uh, but that's uh, why I love the Twilight Zone so much because uh, it's it, we. At any given moment, yeah, you look and see what is. That's why the Truman Show was, you know, such a fascinating film because it played around with the concepts. You know, wow, I mean. Think about that. I mean, at a scale, how big that could be, and that's why people analyze it. I mean, there's a guy I can't. I, I tried to get him on my show that believes everything from history is fake. He believes it's all fake, and I, I, and I want to, you know, battle scenes, all that stuff. So,
2: the mean, Russian grids.
1: Yeah, yeah, every yeah. I mean, he thinks everything is fake, but uh, I want to. get, That's why I tried to get Miles Matheson. He thinks everything's fake too, but he doesn't do interviews. <laughs> like he's got a lot of people asking for interviews besides somebody like me, but. You know that, that's what happens when I talk about theater and everything. Is that people uh, and, wh- and why the computer simulation theory is so popular? Why so many people think we're living in a program? Program, you know, we're, we're players running around in the system. Maybe when we die, you know, we're, we're 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 dying the game. We're deleted. I don't. You know, there's there's people that play around with that. And you, when something like Project Bluebeam is out there. When most of us openly speculate, it looks like, you know, they're at least they never seem to do these things, but they keep hinting around at it like they're going to go through with it. They're going to have a fake alien invasion. Well, obviously it's fake. So it's more theater. You know, what happened at Roswell? Go back. I don't know Were there's really alien bodies Was that all fake and they subjected it to a few people. I, you know, I don't know. There's uh, there's so what's what's real we don't know really what's real and we don't know the nature of our reality because so much of it is, I mean, for all we know, you know, what, what are dreams? People have never explained mm-hmm. what dreams are. I mean, that's something's going on there, but what, what is it about your mind that these little movies can run? And you know, it's they're they're unconstrained by time and space. So dead people can show up. Uh, Timelines aren't the same. You can go back to being little or whatever. I mean, what how is that what what is going on in your mind that it could that it can do that and are are we really going to another reality right. you know is there when we sleep do we actually are we transported there's astral projection when I was young I lots of people were really interested in that you know that you astral project out of your body and that's what dreaming is I don't know but there's a there's a lot there to obviously there's so much that tells us we don't really know right the nature of I it mean, that's why people for people to scoff at flat earth people and people like that is, you know you know, we don't know anything. We don't know anything, you know. So you're you're scoffing at people who are, who are openly, you know, saying, you know, I don't think we're on a giant spinning ball, you know, nice, whipping nice. through space and billions, of miles, and we don't know about it, you know. And that's the thing is we don't. The nature they lie to us about everything else. So why wouldn't they lie to us about, you know, the the most basic thing, our existence? But then that assumes they know. So totally. I, I don't know, but so, but yeah, but, uh, yeah it's it's uh, yeah, it's it's very. And again, that's why the Twilight Zone remains uh, r- remains such a, f- a fascinating show to people like us because right. it does play around with that. No,
2: totally yeah. agree. Greatest yeah. show on television in television history. I, yeah. I but I, I totally agree with it, with everything you had to say there. Um, Gardner Goldsmith in the chat. What's up, buddy? How you doing? We got to bring him back to America. Unplugged. Also, uh, um, anyway, let me see. He said, "Simulacrum." Uh, Simulacrum Crumb is how it's pronounced. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Appreciate you. Uh, And uh, a Syrian girl in the chat said she didn't understand what I said. And she said, uh, God isn't a deceiver and truth is truth and lies are lies. Mm -hmm. I don't believe we need to go any deeper than that. Right. I never said God is a deceiver. I said, we, the humans don't understand. (laughs) We don't understand. God's not necessarily deceiving anything. Right. But let me, let me give you something to ponder on. And that's everybody here. What's your earliest memory. What do you remember when you were four? when you were three maybe what happened before that was anybody trying to deceive you or you just don't remember where were you before you were conceived was you know you just showed up here one day right one day you were like oh i remember when i was three and i was at the playground and that's your earliest memory you just showed up here one day you know so that's not deceiving it's just the reality of where we are it's up to us to comprehend it we we throw things on God a lot, you know, like, oh, how many bad things happen on earth? How is there a God if there's bad? That's us. Yeah. We're doing that. There's nothing to do with God. God gave us free will. It's up to us to understand. It's up to us to try to suss this out. If God was in our in our in our business 24-7, then we wouldn't be human. That's what it is to be human. We make our own choices. We figure things out. And we are placed in a reality where we don't necessarily understand it. And we try to figure it out. It's not It's not, It's not. not deceiving in any way. In my opinion, a Syrian girl, I, I appreciate your comments. Tone, final thoughts.
0: Oh, you're correct. Um, God is not a kid with a magnifying glass. He's not intervening to punish. I don't think that's how that works. Uh, you look at the Latin. It says Homo homine lupus. Uh, man is wolf to man. We destroy ourselves and we have free will. And uh, the people that are in love with this material world or for wealth and power, they slide towards the dark side. And uh, you know, that was famous that Pontius Pilate asked Jesus, what is truth? Cause he didn't know. Uh, he didn't have a, a grasp on it. The farther you get away from God, it's it's, I'm not saying I'm close. I just know that if you go down that path, uh, the, the great uh, gurus and, and seers, and uh, and you know, even people like Jesus, you know, were um, throwing off what would make you, you know, it's that famous story of the of Satan taking him up to the mountaintop and saying, "Just bow down to me, and you can have all of this. It's the kingdoms of the world, you know, yeah. and all the material wealth." So I think we've just we've just steered so far away from that as a culture, as people, as human beings. It's hard to know anymore. What is actually real? And, um, but I would say there is only one truth, right? We don't, you've got to get closer to that. And, um, that's the goal, right? So uh, whatever your path is, seek the truth and, uh, it'll set you free as, as the, as the Messiah said.
2: Totally 100% agree. Um, and uh, that's, uh, that's all we really need to know in a world where we don't know anything is, is that, right? That's the only thing. That, that we should concentrate on and move forward. And, and we'll be good after that, for the most part. Not to say that bad things won't happen, but uh, ultimately we'll be in a, in a better place. At least that's what I believe. Vince Agnelli, what is up? I saw you. I saw the guy. We got to bring him back to yes. America Unplugged at some point. It's been too long since we've spoken to Mr. Agnelli, An, another top-level freaking... Uh, uh, Great a, a historian. One like, of the... Mystery the... schools. He's, he knows it all. He's got a Great it all historian. That guy. Right. We got to bring
1: on. So who's who's
2: over on YouTube.
1: Man? Oh, well, we got John Bassiglon, who is apparently dissatisfied with the direction our, our conversation is taking. He doesn't oh. like us talking about this stuff. So sorry, John. Uh, Deborah Wheeler, Jay, <laughs> Liz, the Iron Maiden. Uh, Ray-Ban is that Ray-Ban, Raybo's ghost, whatever his name is, he's back. Admiral Adam, uh, Admiral Adama, Karen Carpenter, uh, some new faces here. I saw Chris Graves in here too. Harps is here, of course, from the land down there. Sam's Bodies tree. That's uh, you know, a lot of the usual suspects. Uh,
2: Deborah Wheeler's there. Oh, and of course, ben Sagnelli's, ben, ben
1: Sagnelli's over here too. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so yeah. The Cat Goya. I think that we a lot of the familiar faces and some new ones too.
2: I'm, I'm happy about that. Ad, Admiral Adama's here. What's going on? Um, Liz, the Iron Maiden. How are you, Liz? What is going on? It's so glad. I'm so happy to have Liz in the chat. I, I Liz was always in the chat when I used yes. to do TFR, and yeah, yeah, and all that other yeah. stuff. She was always she's over on the other side of the world, you know. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm I'm glad you found some time to to hang with us, man. It's, it's always great. Um, what did what did what did Barcelona said? He said something about David. I I put it up on the on the screen
1: yeah that was mm-hmm. it, before he was saying uh let me see he said uh yeah he, he, he the discussion is turning into fantasy land and uh know, something like that you know obviously he didn't like uh, he said it was too new agey and then he threw david mm. dyke in there i don't know so
2: hey, let, let me tell you man that term is just like conspiracy theory right mm-hmm. it, 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 it's it's set it, it's it's made to push away to divide and to deceive in my opinion but who the hell am i i'm just mecca g I'm just Billy Ray Valentine. That's it. So it, it, it doesn't matter what I say, but I, I think that term is, is one that, that alienates people from, from knowledge. Just got to know about it. doesn't mean you got to subscribe to
1: it. It's got to know about it. But anyway. Oh, cool. And- oh, Admiral Dama Admiral listens to me on Rent. So He's the guy I think he contacted me with me. He, he reads my articles on Substack, too. Thanks for being here, Admiral.
2: What's up, Admiral Dama? Thanks for supporting Don and everything he does. We appreciate you. Tom Cooper is doing a show tonight, along with Chris Graves. You know, they always get it done on Rumble. I think it's at 8 p.m. conspiring with Mr. Cooper. Angus Mustang, I think, is doing a show today, too. He's doing his show. Angus, put that on the chat so I can know when when it's happening, if it's, if it's, if it's happening live. Uh, just to give you guys a, a little bit of a heads up of, of what to do later today, especially if you're in New York in the tri-state area. We're floating away. You're gonna have no no excuse but to sit down and and watch uh, these people uh you know talk their stuff for a bit you know it's excellent shows who else is here Jason Barker I see you what's going on Greg is in the chat what's going on MJ Nichols is in the chat how you doing Assyrian girl always love hearing what you have to say uh what else Freethinker fifty nine what's going on Freethinker I hope you're doing well uh let me see who else any word and Christ or Christ. <laughs> I always mess that up. What is going on? How you doing? Any word? What's up? What's up? Um, what else we got? Mr. Gardner Goldsmith. Thank you for joining us. Mr. Chris Graves, uh, researcher extraordinaire. How you doing, sir? What's going on? Um, what else? What
0: else? What else?
2: Don't know if I saw my guy, uh, Colin Wysong, but big shouts to him if he was around. I know I saw Ronda Tate earlier. If I go up in the chat, um, Patrick S., what's going on, Patrick? How are you? Anybody, we missed what's going on. Love you guys. Uh, Moark is in the war. Moark, wild woman. Don't think I ever saw you before. Damn, yeah. What's going on? we got some wild women. Listen, how you doing? Thank you for tuning into America Unplugged. Tony, hold on. Retired fuck was in there, too. That's his name. <laughs> the real McCoy. What's up, real McCoy? How you doing? All right, Tony, man. Um, What are we doing? Tell the people where they can find you.
0: Oh, my website is Arterburn.news, and uh, the sponsor of this program is Wise Wolf Gold and Silver. If you go to any of my websites for Wise Wolf or wolfpack.gold, you will see that we are running a special on constitutional silver. If you sign up or upgrade or refer somebody to the site, you can get free constitutional silver. Uh, We'll be sending out that this month. I've been buying a ton of it. So I'm uh, sending that out to the people and uh, just growing that network for Wolfpack. If you think you can't afford precious metals, you absolutely can. Go to wolfpack.gold. We make it happen on a subscription basis. So uh, we'll see you there.
2: Fantastic. Uh, Christy's in the chat also. How you doing, Christy? Good to see you. I don't think I've ever seen you before. Happy to see you. Uh, Don Jeffries, the legendary. Tell them where they can find you. What's up? Uh
1: yeah, my mic There's keeps you. muting. It's going to mute again, but yeah, it, it keeps muting itself. Hope we'll stay on now. Uh, Don it's Jeffries, world, uh, Donald, do Yeah, it's DonaldJeffries.substack.com. Uh, I protest there as well. That's my Substack. The only place I'm not shadow shadowban. Please subscribe to me there. I, I appreciate seeing people like Admiral Adama that uh, Adama that show up here. That's from Substack. So I hope more and more people do. Please buy "Masking the Truth: How COVID-19 Destroyed Civil Liberties and Shut Down the World." most shadow ban book in the world i mean amazon amazon is not going to let me get any more reviews let me know please try to rate it try to review it and tell me what happens cuz people are doing it and it's it just won't go off the number they're not letting any more up there so it's it's obviously they know that this book is dangerous and they're they're doing everything they can to suppress it so anything you do to help with your libraries whatever is appreciated
2: new event horizon upload tomorrow angus mustang said so go go check that that's his podcast event horizon New new um new upload tomorrow, and we got Tom Cooper tonight along with, with Chris Graves. Uh, shouts to Angry Tiger. Um, hope he's feeling better. And uh, that's it. My name is Billy Ray Valentine. Uh, go check the Infinite Fringe. We put up a new episode last week. I got another one, and another one, and another one that we're putting up. Uh, Wayne McCroy, Angry Tiger. Um, and maybe some some different heads, some different faces coming down. And, oh, and we got Brent Lee. Brent Lee hit me up, um, and he's agreed to come on the Infinite Fringe. And if you don't know who Brent Lee is, go check him out on Twitter. He does the podcast called uh, Some Dare Call It Conspiracy along with uh, Neil Sanders, and he is uh, all over the BBC. He is all over um, mainstream media in Europe as the guy that climbed out of the rabbit hole, and he is no longer a conspiracy theorist, and he's giving that narrative. We're going to have a discussion about 9-11. It's going to be fun because he's uh, he's debunking 9-11. Um, and I have some questions for him, you know, <laughs> that I don't think can be debunked because they haven't been. Um, but uh, we're going to talk about that. And we're going to talk about um, the truth movement in general, which I think there's a lot to be debunked there. And that's where the correction comes in. And, and that's my biggest issue because people like Brent, you know, who were so far in, Saw so much of the bull crap and corrected to the point that even the stuff that's legit they abandoned, you know. And and I and that's what the mainstream media wants, in my opinion. The mainstream media wants these people. He's getting eight million tweets on some stuff. I mean, it's ridiculous the the amount of of attention he's getting uh by the mainstream. He's been
1: all over uh when you uh, your, conspiracies, you're gonna get a lot more attention, that's for sure, <laughs> all right? All
2: right, and and, and and he's the guy who was a conspiracy theorist that is no longer that. So they want that. And he's kind of like the poster boy of it. He's a good dude. Brent is a good guy. We just don't agree. Um, so we're going to sit down and, and talk about it. And, and that, that should be fun in about two to three weeks. And um, so look out for that. Um, and that's it. Uh, America Unplugged, AmericaUnplugged.com. America Unplugged, 12 p.m. Eastern, right here on Rockfin, ladies and gents. And FreeWorld.fm is coming also. So make sure you guys are up on that. Thank you so much. Thank you, everybody, Um, for supporting uh, all our individual shows and uh, and this one here that you come week after week after week. And, and we appreciate it. We really do here on America Unplugged. It's, it's, uh, it's a joy for me to get up and do this show every Saturday. It's fun. That's it. We're getting out of here. Don't burn the place down while we're gone. Tony, you're going to play us out or, or we're going to have to hum ourselves out th- today?
0: I got it. Stand you by. Got it.
2: All right. Harps, what's up? I see harps. What's going on? I got it.